Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Work Happy, the new podcast all about workplace happiness brought to you by WorkLife with me, journalist Angelica Malin. This season, we're going on a journey to dig deep into the secrets of workplace happiness with advice from experts, entrepreneurs and coaches in the field. This week, I'm joined by Tara Scott, Community Manager at Moody Month. We discuss women's issues, taboos and how self-care can be brought into the real world. episode i'm joined by tara scott who is community manager at moody month thank you so much for joining me my pleasure can you tell me a little bit about moody month and your role there yeah so i um manage the community and that involves social media and also um dealing with user feedback and things like that so um i'm just really the eyes and ears on the ground of like what our community needs and from us and also um because we're a really new app and we're, we're still improving all the time, um, you know, what, what they're finding useful and what could be improved. Mm-hmm. And tell me a little bit about the app. What's it designed to do and how do people use it? So Moody Month is a free women's health app which is designed for you to track your moods and hormone cycles. So it's really useful for learning to recognise any patterns mm-hmm. that you might have in your um, hormone cycle, your me- menstrual cycle, related to your emotions and mental health mm-hmm. and also physical symptoms as well. Mm-hmm. So actually like a real kind of holistic 360 look at... It's so 360. It also allows you to track um, other things in we call it world so other environmental factors like work and relationships and um, friendships and things like that has there been anything of this kind uh, before are there similar kind of apps in the market I think it's really different to other period tracker apps which tend to treat the period as like an event to either um, anticipate Mm. or avoid but um, this is this really comprehensive in our today uh, in the today page um, when you first open the app it has loads of information about how you could be feeling on that day based on where you are in your cycle and also different um, support suggestions for like exercise or nutrition mm. or 
vitamin supplementation that could be helpful to support you with what your particular needs are at that time. Amazing. So it's not just like hear your symptoms and you can track them. It's actually like a step further of actually trying to support you, improve or like better the quality of your life. Exactly. And it has even like the weather and the moon phase in there. So it's really, it's really a nice, I love to open the Today tab as like a start to the day. It has um, suggestions of how you feel in the morning as well as the evening Mm. um, and how the weather could be impacting that as well. Do you think we're seeing a trend towards technology for good, that there are more companies out there that are trying to create kind of digital solutions and trying to improve the quality of your life? Yeah, I think that overall the conversation around well-being is becoming much more... 360 and holistic and it's taking into account things like environment um, or or everything that can impact our mental health and also like the mind-body connection Mm. and how where we are mentally can really impact our physical bodies and vice versa. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, what's going on in our minds can can really affect how we feel in our bodies and everything like that. And what about your personal well-being? Have you always been interested in this area um, to do with well-being, both mental and physical? Yes, yeah, so um, I got diagnosed with ME in the beginning of 2013. So I had like quite a long struggle with that um, and with being given a uh, diagnosis of a lifelong incurable condition mm-hmm. um, and then obviously the process of living with that the chronic pain chronic fatigue um, and ended up having to actually close my business that I own, owned and ran at the time and take like a, a year and a half just mm-hmm. off um, to really build myself back up mm-hmm. and that's when I really discovered my interest and passion for all things to do with wellness and well-being because there's so many conditions that mainstream medicine deems incurable mm. but you can actually restore a really good quality of life when you start to look at it holistically and look at your nutrition look at your um well-being and mm. and all and all of those things and it was nutrition and mindset that really got me back to a place where I'm now working four days a week which I wasn't able to mm. do before that must have been really hard for you to go from running a business, which I imagine was quite fast paced and required a lot of energy to something like that. It must have felt really crushing at the time. Yeah. And it completely damages like your self-esteem professionally and the, your relationship with your body is like completely, you know, it's like a breakup basically. <laughs> yeah. Cause you feel, I suppose like it's, um, it's let you down yeah. or, you know, it's, it's defying what you're, what you want to be doing. Yeah. My, my boyfriend had Emmy and he always says that he found it so hard to, uh, to understand where his new bar- uh, where his new boundaries were. Yeah. So where he was once able to push himself, he no longer could and how frustrating that felt to him to, yeah. to learn those new boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you kind of build yourself back up? You said about your self-esteem. How did you kind of get back to the place you are now? One of my main um, tools, like well-being tools, is positive self-talk. And um, it, was, it, it was really hard um, to... Well, it didn't exist when I was really ill mm. at the beginning because it was just so frustrating and there was just so much um, anger at my body, frustration with the world, all of that. And so I, I kind of started noticing that 
and then really like consciously training myself out of it and training myself into good habits of like speaking really kindly to myself like even like when I lie in bed at night when my head hits the pillow like saying nice things to myself saying thank you for the day telling myself I love you saying you know to my body every time I do like a yoga session at the end when you do like Mm. um you know, Savasana or child's pose, I'm like, to my body, thank you. Like, I'm so grateful that you just did that. Mm. And like, you know, thank you for everything. Like, gratitude's like so big. Mm. Uh, And and then, you know, being really kind and gentle with myself and learning to listen to myself, like developing a relationship with my body where it's not me versus my body. It's us together. Mm. And... That, and to bring it back to Moody, that's what it's all about. It's about learning to, it's like getting to know your body like mm. she's a friend and understanding her, what makes her tick, what makes her feel good, and then giving her those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually really, really tuning in. Because yeah. there are also so many things, I think, that that disconnect us, that push us away from an understanding, all the kind of messaging that we see online, whether that's like diet stuff or whether it's like the kind of exercise you should be doing. There are so many different things that are trying to tell you about how you should feel about your body and what you should be doing yeah. and I think it's actually very hard to reconnect yeah. and, and it, yeah, it, can, it can be a real challenge so with the work that you're doing at Moody um, what are some of the kind of big issues on the social media and community side that you're trying to talk about and, um, and be the, the voice of I mean it, it really the overarching thing it really just comes back again to this idea of um basically self-love taking proper like functional care of yourself Mm. um which i think women still struggle with even with all these trends you know self-care and self-love being such buzzwords Mm. but really you know it goes deeper than like a bubble bath and a face mask Mm. like really understanding yourself body literacy you know like taking time to learn the right words to talk about your body learn how to tune into its signals and its modes of communication so that you can translate that Mm. and and have like a real nice symbiotic relationship where your body's giving you what you need and you're giving it what it needs. Mm. Do you think there's still a long way to go with like talking about women's issue, women's health, like publicly? I feel like still a lot of the stuff is quite taboo. Yeah, 100%, especially with periods. Even just recently, um, I mean, they won the Oscar, the period um, documentary, but but there was like a lot of stuff in the press just before the Oscars mm. where um, one of the uh, men on the board who votes for it said in his comments that he thought that it wouldn't win because men won't vote for it because they think periods are icky. That's mm. exactly the word they use, like such a juvenile word. Mm. But um, there is, you know, there is still a lot of taboo about talking about periods in general, but also there's a, a lot of taboo about talking about women's hormones and how they affect their moods. Mm. It's still seen as like, um, like, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's so much memory of mm. the, of women's emotions being dismissed as oh she's hormonal Mm. and um, that's why we choose to own the word moody and call that the app moody month because we 
believe that there is power in our moods、mm. and that we want to, you know, reclaim that word、mm. because it has been historically used to really trivialise women, women's experiences.、Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. It kind of like disregards them to an extent that you're being hormonal, you're being a bit crazy, or like, oh, you're on your period, and that kind of falsifies your experience, I suppose. Which is crazy because. Okay, yeah, I am hormonal, and I am about to come on my period. Like, why is that not valid? Mm. Mm. As well, like th- there needs to be some dialogue around that as well. Like, I'm allowed to feel this way because because of my hormones,、mm. and that that's not something to be ashamed. For that to be shameful is just like straight up patriarchy.、Mm. Because why should it be shameful to have like very natural, normal experiences that are definitive of being a woman? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I think there's two schools of thought, especially like kind of with my female friends. Is either you、um, you allow yourself to feel what you feel and you kind of show it quite publicly in the workplace, or you really suppress.、Yeah. You don't talk about it. You put on a brave face. You put on your heels and you get past it. And you don't want to admit to whatever you are feeling internally. And I don't think either is kind of right or wrong. I think、mm. it's it is quite an individual basis of what makes you feel comfortable.、Um, but I've definitely found working offices with more women for me has really allowed me to like open up about. Where I'm at, what I'm feeling, and not feel embarrassed or shame shamed by it. Yeah, and once the once the conversation starts, one thing I've noticed is women love talking about it. You know, once that box is open, it's like Pandora's box,、mm. and women love to talk about their periods. We love to talk about our feelings. Obviously, I'm doing sweeping generalizations, right? <laughs> But that's been my experience.、Mm. It's almost like I'm not sure where the taboo is coming from because I don't think it's coming from women.、Mm. Mm, no, I agree. So, what change would you like to see happen with in this area? Well, when it comes to women's health and especially health in the workplace, I think we need to see an understanding and acceptance of the fact that. Lots of women have hormonal cycles,、mm. and that there shouldn't be any shame around that.、Mm. And that just as much as there's going to be a few days when we're not feeling our best, there's also like two weeks where we are on fire. <laughs> like, and there's、mm. yin and yang with it.、Mm. And don't think that it's just about like, oh, I have bad days. No, those are、mm. completely balanced out with some really serious good days as well. And that's one thing that the app's great for because you can see when they, those days are going to be, and you can be like that. That's when I'm going to plan my new job interview, or that's when I'm going to plan my big pitch、mm. because I'm going to be on fire. Yeah, yeah, and I just don't think that the understanding or the education is there for both women and for men as well of of what that actually means, what a cycle looks like. And I, I, I'm trying to explain it even to my male friends. I try and explain it as much as I can because I think it's really important if we all understood a little bit better what、um, the other sex is going through. Mm. Um, beyond、uh, beyond that, are there any particular campaigns that Moody Month is doing at the moment? We are not involved in any particular campaigns at the moment. It's Endometriosis Awareness Month, so we have been、um, putting out a lot of content on our website about、um, endometriosis, and it's something that we're really passionate about because、um, one of the Big issues for women with endometriosis is the diagnosis time. It takes an average of seven and a half years、mm. just to get a diagnosis. And so, if a woman is using an app like Moody Month to track her symptoms in line with her cycle, it could lead to a more speedy diagnosis.、Mm. So that's. 
I mean, something that really excites me because that's something that could really benefit so many women. Yeah. It would be great to see that average diagnosis times draw. Mm. Mm. Is there anything employers can do, do you think, to get better at what, about these issues that we spoke about and, and body literacy and everything like that? Is there anything from the employer side? Well, it's like what you said about some women and this goes for people in general, cope with uh, when they're struggling by, like, putting on their face and putting on a pair of killer heels and going for it. And some people are more able to show their vulnerability and ask for help and ask for support. And I think that um, the majority of people struggle with asking for help and asking for support, especially from their employers, mm. um, especially if they really love their job. So I think something that employers could do is to preempt those expectations. I mean, I've heard uh, that in some countries there's like campaigns and stuff for um, women to have a once a month duvet day. I love that idea. I'm into it as well. <laughs> I mean, you know, when it's that day one and you really just need that day, like you're not even any use at work anyway. Mm. Like, Well, personally, like my day one is like a write-off mm. or I could be productive if I was allowed to work at home, which I am. <laughs> but like, for example, maybe even like a once a month work from home day. Yeah. So that, so that you, you know, you're acknowledging that women could become more productive mm. with that extra level of support. And also after periods of um, a lot of stress or like deadlines and things like that to um, give days off. So recently we've just done it at Moody Month because we've just been doing loads of work in the build up to the US launch and we were all staying late most nights. And then um, now from the top down, they've been like, guys, everyone take one or two days off this week or next week mm. because we don't want anyone to burn out. Mm. Mm. And that comes from having an understanding and well within our company a lot of personal experience of what it's like to burn out and how we can avoid that mm, yeah and a bit more empathy towards your employees in that front yeah and don't don't wait don't wait for them to ask for it mm, mm, yeah yeah do it yeah pre preventatively yeah preventatively exactly do you think it's also um a problem with talking to our partners about this stuff as well I don't know because I speak to my partner really openly um, and I think most other people do as well mm. who I've spoken to about it because it's often one of the first things that comes up. They're like, oh, my God, my boyfriend said this and my husband said blah, 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 my girlfriend, my wife, la, la, la. And, well, in same-sex relationships, there's much more understanding yeah. there already. But um, certainly with male partners, yeah, I think um, they're often really fascinated to learn, mm. especially, like, there's so many ways that affects your relationship. Mm. Like, if you are feeling irritable... Um, or exhausted, you know, that person is often like in the firing line for mm -hmm. those things. Similarly, you know, if you've got an increased sex drive or you are highly fertile, whether or not you're trying to get pregnant, that's a really important thing to know. Mm -hmm. So um, all of those things are really relevant in um, communications that you have with your partner and also like if you're crying your eyes out at like something really trivial it's really good to be able to say like babe don't worry I'm just 
really hormonal. <laughs> like, you don't have to freak out. It's not something you've done. My boyfriend calls it Chessington because it's a world of adventures. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Ups yeah. and downs. He's like, oh, I can see chess coming along. Chess, <laughs> like, chess is on the horizon. Last few years, chess is coming. Yeah. It's been good times. On workplace happiness, obviously, you've gone back to work after your experience with Emmy and um, and stopping your business. Um, what have you found about workplace happiness and how to have a really great happy work environment? Well, I feel very lucky because I love my job. I'm so committed to our mission and have amazing colleagues and I'm allowed to bring my dog into work. The dream. She's like, she's like the company therapy dog because she's just adorable. She gives everyone cuddles. Sometimes we lend her to other people because it's like a co-working environment she invites herself into other <laughs> other companies meetings and things <laughs> like that but um it does it does help actually it's becoming more and more um popular having dog friendly work mm. places mm. and it really brightens everyone's day like i see the smiles on other people's faces in the mm. office um when they see dogs and there's a puppy in there as well at the moment so every time we see the puppy we're like oh my god okay I'm not sure what this is doing for productivity but we will have to go and hug the puppy <laughs> it's a secret just get a dog and be happy yeah it, and you know happy workers are more productive and less likely mm-hmm. to burn out and less likely to take sick days And do you think we're moving into a, a different age with workplace happiness where employers are more aware of those kind of things about how important it is for them to be happy for them to be productive rather than just like working really hard the whole time I think in the kind of like um, startup creative you know kind of industries um, certainly tech as well especially but um, I don't know I feel like my perspective might be a bit biased Mm. my husband's company is like all over this kind of stuff they actually hired someone who comes in and brings loads of puppies (laughs) (laughs) I've actually seen that I can't believe it's like what Um, so I don't know but I'm I'm confident that you know if you're in the public sector or sorry I mean private sector or like you know in different kinds of industries Mm. that it's maybe not the case and I think that probably if you're in more male dominated fields then it might be less the case as well because it's very like empathetic way of doing things which is traditionally more like Mm. female kind of Mm. approach yeah yeah I don't think most sort of accountants or solicitors are getting puppies at work (laughs) as do (laughs) yeah but I think it's also the the kind of companies that are trying to attract millennials yes definitely and they feel like they have to offer those kind of perks and that kind of culture to to retain them I suppose like if they don't have a football table Why uh, is anyone no, even going? No one's going to show up, <laughs> or like a really f- trendy vending machine, <laughs> or like a laundry service. At the end of the episode, I ask all of our guests the same uh, couple of questions. So, firstly, what are three healthy foods you couldn't live without? Well, I love everything green, so I would say green juice which might not count because obviously that's got loads of ingredients in. And I've got one with me right now, yeah. (laughs) And then also matcha, Mm -hmm. which I love. And then it would have to be like milk alternatives because I'm lactose intolerant. Mm So favorite. What's your favorite milk alternative? At the moment, I'm really into oat milk because yeah, like who it. isn't? Yeah. <laughs> oat milk, flat whites, <laughs> green juice. Okay, noted. Three forms of exercise that you love. 
And maybe where you do them, potentially. So I love dance. I used to be a dancer at The Place, which do lots of classes if people want to go check it out. Um, I used to do contemporary dance there. And my most regular favourite is yoga because I can practice it at home. But I also like to go to frame. Mm. And then running, which I haven't done since... I got ill, but I, it used to be something that I did a lot and was really good at. <laughs> but I'm not quite, I don't think I'm quite allowed to start running okay. again. <laughs> Get there, positive attitude. Yeah. What do you do on a daily or weekly basis for your mental health? I know I just kind of poo-pooed it earlier, but I love an indulgent bath. <laughs> I'm all about the indulgent bath. I know everyone on social is like, you know, it's not just about those. And I'm like, but I also like those Exactly. They still a have mask. a very important role to play. <laughs> yeah. I love a face mask with... Um, I use the Aztec clay mm. and uh, magnesium flakes in my bath because I get a lot of chronic pain mm. and it's just so good for like that muscle pain and all the candles and the full shebang. <laughs> just the works. Yeah, sometimes I put my laptop on the Lucy and I'll watch something. Much <laughs> <Dream. laughs> the dream. Is there anything else that you do for your mental health? Well, just like the yoga and positive self-talk. I cannot drive home enough the importance for me of positive self-talk mm. and if it, it, it's really hard at first because you have to make such an effort with it but then it becomes second nature and then you've got like a little like cheerleader champion in your head all the time that's just cheering you on it's yeah. great yeah just rooting for you rooting for you absolutely amazing how do you invest in yourself financially yeah I love um, a regular acupuncture cupping Chinese medicine session mm -hmm. and also like a full body massage I'd lo I mean, it, when I'm really on it, I'll do one of those a month each. And finally, what makes you happy at work? My dog. Bringing my little dog in with me. What a dream. What's a dog called? She's called Carlo, and she is a Pomeranian Lassa Apso Bichon Frise mix. Yeah. So she's just like a little fluffy ball of fun. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you've been the most fantastic guest. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. If people would like to find out more about the app, where should they find it online? They can search Moody Month in the App Store. We're just on iOS at the moment, but Android's coming soon. And it's at Moody Month on social. And that's the same for Instagram and Twitter. And we've got a Facebook page. And if you are on Android, still give us a follow. And we will be announcing soon when it launches. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thanks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. to this week's episode of Work Happy. If you're looking to work happier, book your free week at any work-life space at work.life forward slash free trial. Thanks for listening and don't forget to share, subscribe, rate and review. We'll see you next time and until then, work happy. Candy Store production for Work Life, hosted by Angelica Malin and produced by Van Connor. T-shirt weather by Poddington Bear appears under Creative Commons 3.0 with podcast recording facilities in partnership with Work Life. Visit work.life for more information and you can find us at candystoreproductions.co.uk. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.